Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The man. The myth, the modern classic. Only here for a visit. The riotous must-have new book by Alan Brazil, featuring legendary tales from a life lived large and loud, on pitch and off-piste. It's the year's most explosive rock and roll memoir. Only here for a visit. The brand new autobiography by Alan Brazil. Just what you need for a lockdown read. Now available in audio form from Audible.com. This is Talksport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Thursday weeks fly by. That's that's a good thing. Now it's officially lockdown day, isn't it? That's a bad thing. Anyway, forget about that because this podcast is going to lift your spirits, and we begin with kickoff from Hugh Wozencroft alongside Scott Minto and Danny Mills. Oh. This won't lift your spirits if you're a United fan. After they lost 2-1 to Istanbul, Basik Shahir in the Champions League. I don't know how. That first goal. What? Anyway, you'll hear from Simon Jordan. That'd be interesting. Before the game on United's lack of leaders, as well as some disgruntled supporters, of course. But first, your commentary team of Jim Proudfoot and Alvin Martin. And Manchester United fans, you may want to fast forward this bit. He's made a run from inside his own half. He's onside. He's clean through. And he scores for Bajaxir. Dev Mabar with his first goal of the season. Well, I'd say schoolboy defending. I think that would be disrespectful to schoolboys. Well, we play a short corner and uh, everyone forgets uh, that there's actually uh, players we're playing against. And Dev Mabar just snuck in behind uh, us and... Lack of communication and lack of uh, good decisions, of course. And then uh, you don't really see them goals at this level. Uh, you shouldn't concede easy goals like this. Manchester United are in free fall at the moment. I, I think Manchester United have, I don't know if prima donnas is the right word, but they've got players that want to play in the big games. You know, it's great. You're playing against PSG. You're playing against Leipzig in the Champions League. Yeah, we'll go and play in that, you know, and we'll step up and we'll show. But when it comes down to everyday jobs, you know, and winning Premier League games, the so-called simple Champions League games, they're not doing it. I've got to say, uh, that's my responsibility. We were going to play a short corner, but we forgot our um, defending duties just, just after we've played a couple of passes there. I don't think anybody else with that record would get the length of time in which he's done. I just don't think he demands the respect off the other players. Jason is a Manchester United fan. Jason, good evening. Just tell us how you're feeling, mate. I'm absolutely gutted, to be honest with you, boys. Um, I've been a Man United fan since I was five years old. I've followed them home and away. I've been, I went to the European Cup final in 99. But, I mean, I love Oli. He's got to go now. He's, he's got no direction. I mean, he kept the team out playing for him. And I'm just absolutely distraught right now. I mean, I can't believe what I'm what I'm seeing in front of me. I mean, Maguire, 
he's no captain. He's no captain at all. Manchester United, when the going gets tough, who stands up? Who leads? Both in performance terms, in vocal terms, in example terms, in every aspect of the of what you define a leader to be. Because you're not seeing it, I'm not seeing it. We damn well didn't see it against Tottenham. We haven't seen it many times this season from Manchester United. We haven't seen it over the last 18 months. I don't think we're seeing it in their dugout. We're not seeing it in their boardroom. So which part of Manchester United are we saying is infused with leaders? I was talking, look at Ollie in management. You have to trust your players. Your job depends on these guys out on the pitch. You have to trust them lads out there. God help us. I decline to comment on uh, such a thing. Of course, it's, uh, it's early on. Opinions are out there all the time. You've got to stay strong. I'm uh, employed by the club to do a, a job. I do that to the best of the, uh, my ability with, with our staff. Denver Barnum step over from here. And Kavecchi lays it off for Visha, who makes it two. And it all came after a sloppy ball in the midfield. United defenders completely out of shape and out of position. He takes Marcus Rashford off. What, what I mean, what's that about? He, he he seems to me as if he doesn't know what he's doing. And you know, and people Roy Keane and everyone saying we've got no leaders, we've not we've not got this, but it's 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 with him. Carl, know, Carl if he loses right. at the weekend against Everton, what would you do with him as manager? You know, he's got to go. I love Solskjaer as a player. All he has to take responsibility for that first half performance was shocking. There are no there are not many words more wor- worse I can use than shocking. Beckham. Into Sheringham and Solskjaer has won it! I'm beginning to hate him and it's a horrible thing to say but I am, I, I, I don't want him in charge of RT. I don't want him, he, he, he doesn't know what, what did he do with Cardiff? Yeah, what did he do, he, he, he's, he's not pro, we went to Mould, okay, he did alright with them but what's the Norwegian league? We sit here, we pay to watch the football week in, week out. He seems to be like he's a yes man to the Glazers. He does whatever they want. You know, I want a strong personality. I want someone strong leading Man United. Mm-hmm. Man United's one of the biggest clubs in the world. Don't forget, Everton against Manchester United will be live and exclusive on Game Day on Saturday on TalkSport. Coverage gets underway 11am. Now, TalkSport have been supporting Marcus Rashford's End Child Food Poverty Campaign. Throughout the day, the TalkSport family visited various fair share centres across the UK to highlight their need now for more volunteers. Here's how Fair Share Day sounded across the TalkSport network, where you'll hear from the likes of Laura Woods, Declan Rice, Matt Holland, Yannick Vestergaard, Matt Letizia, as well as Sir Marcus Rashford himself. We are here at Fairshire at a warehouse in Deptford today. It's Talk Sports Takeover, so up and down the country, we've been sending our reporters, we've got special guests out there as well. Everyone is volunteering in support of this absolutely brilliant campaign to back Marcus Rashford and everything that he's doing. Hello everyone, Declan Rice here. West Ham United stands firmly behind Marcus Rashford's campaign. Making an impact as a privileged footballer now for those who are not as privileged is something I think we, we, we should all try to aspire to. Oh, it's been quite an incredible campaign that he's launched there and using his profile for a fantastic course. For us, we want to bring people together in this time of, uh, of need, really, with the pandemic that's happening. Sometimes you've got to take a step back or reflect. You know, you do have people who are struggling. Marcus Rashford, in particular, in this year, has been absolutely incredible. Keeping pressure on people to try and do the right things and understanding what matters. Oh, I think he's brought Manchester together. It's united across the city of Manchester at the moment with this charity and with this campaign. My name is Alex Williams, former Manchester City goalkeeper. We're all very proud of the great work 
currently being done by Marcus Rashford. At the club, we all totally agree that no child should ever go hungry. Rashford has done something very commendable. The people around him keeping the emphasis, streamlining the thinking, communicating with the government are doing something very meaningful. These people have been working behind the scenes and, and, and feeding people long before this Marcus Rashford campaign started. I mean, he's been absolutely fantastic. The team behind the scenes and the work that they put in, it's absolutely incredible. We all play a role in this. Just listening could be could be your role that you that you play. So a big thanks to, to TalkSport and stay tuned. Now on Drive, Adrian Durham and Darren Goff discuss the government's ban on grassroots sport as lockdown in England is now well and truly underway. Aid believes that this will have a serious effect on young people, and I think he's got a point. It must be very difficult running a country during a pandemic. I get it. But if, if unpicking means actually thinking properly through these decisions and maybe taking them individually, sport by sport, activity by activity then that's what's got to be done. Mm. Because blanket banning everything, and that's affecting kids as well, is going to have such a detrimental effect on the well-being of kids, adults across this country. This is basically, they don't want to unpick it because they didn't want to put enough thought into it in the first place. And that's not a positive for this population. Now, the Spurs boss, Jose Mourinho, has been speaking to the media ahead of their Europa League game with Ludogretz Farmers tonight. As well as speaking about the match, he jumped to the defence of his captain, Harry Kane, after allegations of simulation were aimed at him at the weekend. How dare they? You are confused because uh, you could be speaking about some Manchester United players. You could be speaking about some Man City players. You could be speaking about some Liverpool players. You could be speaking about some Chelsea players. And you are speaking about Harry Kane that was in a position to control the ball in a dangerous position. And Lalana come in a very reckless uh, action and commit a fall. What are you speaking about being clever or being not clever? Being clever is to hold the ball and to shoot and score. But it was a fall. What, what is media speaking about? What are you speaking about? It's a fall. Direct free kick or penalty. It's for the VAR to decide, for the referee to decide. Harry Kane is there to score goals. He just wants to control the ball. He sees the ball in the air. He uses his body to protect. And Lallana was reckless. He made a mistake. He made a mistake, period. What are you speaking about? In relation to that game, if you want to speak about that game, you have to speak about something that happened that could have a direct impact in the result of the game, which was that goal. There is no more story. What are you speaking about us? Speak about Liverpool. Speak about Man City. Speak about Man United. Speak about these, these penalties that uh, you see the clever guy that comes somebody and blows and they are on the floor. Don't speak about Harry Kane. And we're staying on the topic of diving and simulation. This is the take of the Leicester City manager, Brendan Rodgers, speaking on TalkSport ahead of their Europa League game against Braga. This was Rodgers' unique view on the topic. Listen, the game, you have to be clever, you have to be streetwise, but as long as it doesn't endanger an opponent, you know, I think sometimes if an action endangers an opponent, then, of course, it's, it's not what you want to see, of course. But uh, but listen, the, the, there's all types of things goes on in the game and uh, between players uh, in order to gain an advantage, and that's the way football has always been and, and, and how it will be. So, uh, 
But yeah, it's uh, it happens in football. Now, after Diogo Jota's hat trick in the Champions League two days ago, Jason Cundy said this on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar. I'm not so sure that we thought that he could force his way to start in this side, the best right. Liverpool team. Yeah. But on that, he has to start on Sunday. That is stunning. I've never seen Firmino play that well. Well, this was the response of the Liverpool legend John Barnes on breakfast yesterday morning. I think it depends on what the games are and who it's against and how that, that, that team plays. Against Man City, whereby if they're going to have more possession, then you need somebody like Bobby Firmino not only to get hold of the ball, but also to do his defensive work. If you're playing a game against Atalanta or Leeds or an open game, then mm. you can see Jota coming in. And it's an exquisite finish for the man of the moment, Diogo Jota. New signing from Wolverhampton Wanderers who has got six goals in five games for club and country now. The reason why Mane and Salah score those goals, as many goals as they do, is because of the way that Firmino plays. Now, if Jota plays, maybe Salah and Mane, as they scored last night, won't score as many goals if he's going to play up front. I don't <coughs> think that goal scoring is necessarily what he's in the team to do. As much as he may say he's a main striker, the main goal scorers are Mane and Salah. He gives much more than that. Now over to my show, Andy Goldstein's Books Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, where, of course, I'm alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy. We were looking back at Chelsea against Wren in the Champions League, where, of course, one of the things we were talking about was that stupid penalty that Chelsea got. Tammy Abraham, who had a shot on target, it actually went off the knee of a defender into Dalbert's arm. I think that's incredibly harsh, not just for the penalty, but then to book him as well. And, and Werner steps up say. and Werner slams it into the left-hand corner. It's hit his knee and his arm, who is up, raised, raised above his head. He's trying to, sh- to block the shot, but it's come off his top thigh. So it's come it's, off his right thigh off his and right his thigh left. And hit his left hand that was coming down. There is nothing he can do about that, OK? Now, there'll be people saying his hand's in an unnatural position. It's ricocheted off his knee. You could argue that the, like, the referee is applying the laws of the game. I'm not even so sure he was in that instant. A finisher at Chelsea. Three wins in a row for Chelsea now. Five clean sheets on the bounce as well. Another good night for the Blues. It finished Chelsea 3, Ren 0. We did the right things in the game in every aspect. Um, we started well. We got our goals. We saw the game out well. Gave us a chance to, to get some minutes of players as well at the back end of the game. So I'm, I'm very pleased. We just have to keep going in the, in the same vein as we are at the moment. And we finished with Hawksby and Jacobs and some classic clips of the midweek. George Galloway now are taking a call. Go on, Javid. Turn the radio down, please. Oh, turn the radio down. Hang on. Man. Yes, you can't be on the radio and listening to it at the same time. Sounds of running across the room. Uh, hello. Okay, hello. Javid, you're on the air. All right. Hi there, uh, Mr. Galloway. Hi. Um, I have a suggestion, actually. As, uh, uh, hi, Mr. Galloway. Hello? Yes, yes. Am I on the air? Yeah. <laughs> what a great bit of radio that was. He's playing with the delay there, wasn't he? Yeah, just don't, but, but when he's just going to turn your radio up is not what George said, mate, I don't think. Uh, this is a caller to John Gaunt, and Gaunt's getting a bit personal. It's been going on for far too long, yeah. and it's got to be stopped. Good. Absolutely 100%. But you've got a big butt, haven't you? No need for that. <laughs> no need for that, that really. Gone speaking to Blimey. Mike Mendoza now on the Overnight Show taking a call. So, Rob John Blake. in Glasgow. John, good morning to you. Hi, mate. Hi, you're Thank through you to it. Uh, through to Al. Thank God you came on to me there. No, but actually, uh, it's changed now. I'll translate. 
thinking about this. I stay in a, a place where there's a... What are you talking about, John? <laughs> not, a, not a drop of alcohol had passed his lips. But it was about two or three in the morning. I'll <laughs> form Mike Mendoza. Uh, <laughs> it's Eddie Townsend and Mike Parry talking music. Now, in the past, of course... You know, Stanford Bridge always have the little Russian music going, don't they? They always, you know, like before the each game. Baluki. And they, is that what they call it? Uh, Baliski, Baluki. Uh, yeah, yeah, Babushka. That's right. Is it? I think something like that. Come on. Anyway, yeah, but you know the stuff I mean. Yes, you know, yeah. And they start clapping the hands, you know, yes. and Roman da, loves da, all of that. Da, Be interesting to see if they do a bit of that. That's the one, isn't it? That is something like that, anyway. Yeah, yeah it's only been permitted. It's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Abramovich would have enjoyed that. He would have enjoyed that. It's Balalaika, wasn't it? They were grasping for. I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Babushka. No, it's Kalinka. Oh, Kalinka, is it? Okay. I think the instrument they were looking for. Oh, was it? Come on, don't you start with be like those so you're going to start doing having a gila in the minute. <laughs> it wasn't that. So, um, this is George Galloway with another caller. Hi there. Yeah, I'm in Manor House, not Stanford Hill. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I, uh, well, it's the first time I've ever spoke on the phone. Oh, right, they've been all the rage. <laughs> a century at that stage, I think. Well, that's in here for another podcasty thing. A reminder, you can hear live commentary on TalkSport 2 later on this evening as Spurs are away at Ludogorets Farmers. That one kicks off at 5.55. Your commentary team at Alex Crook and the wonderful Clive Allen. That's it. I'll be back tonight for more of the same on Anagos Team Sports Bar from 10pm after Spurs, Arsenal and the old firm have played in the Europa League. And there'll be plenty of reaction to Gareth Southgate's England squad as well. Until then, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading and above all, be safe everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.